I can't believe that this is the fifth episode on feedback. What I thought was going to be one or two episodes is now five episodes uh, on feedback. But this is an important topic. And uh, I did let myself try and go through the finer details of it. So I talked about how to give feedback in the first three episodes in this mini-series. The last episode was about how to receive feedback. That was the first one to talk about receiving feedback. Now I'm going to talk about receiving feedback and more on the how once feedback is starting. Welcome to The Trust Show. I'm Yoram Solomon, your host, the author of The Book of Trust and facilitator of The Trust Habits Workshop. My mission is simple. I want to help you form habits that build your trustworthiness because the answer to this question will have the biggest impact on your personal and professional success or failure. Can I trust you? The first advice I'm going to give you is uh, I can look at it as a spectrum that on one hand has you as receptive and on the other hand has you as defensive. Um, I'm not 100% sure that it is right to define them, to put them as two extremes as of one dimension. They could still be two different dimensions, but uh, I'm going to say that to be receptive, you cannot be defensive. Don't be defensive. Focus on listening. Focus on listening. And and I remember getting this cultural training many times. I, I spent time in many, many different countries and exposed to many, many different cultures. And I saw differences between cultures in how they listen. And I remember being in Japan, the Japanese culture, they will listen to you until you said the last word. Then they will think about what you said. Then they will formulate an answer. Then they will answer. In our culture here, and by here I mean the U.S., we typically start formulating the answer while the question or the feedback or whatever the other person is saying is being said. So they're not done yet, and we're already starting to formulate the answer. So, uh, and I think it was Peter Drucker who said something like, uh, listen with the intent to understand, not with the intent to respond. So when you listen, listen to understand what they say. So focus on listening. Somebody is willing to give you feedback. It might be hard for them to give you feedback, but they're willing to do that. Listen to them. Keep an open mind. Now, how how do you react? Do do not chop their heads off. If somebody is giving you feedback, this is not the time to yell at them, to uh, tell them how inappropriate it is to get feedback from them or anything like it. You are listening now. You are not reacting. The other thing is don't turn this around and offer them feedback. I mean, and and you've seen this happen. You know, really? That's what you think about me? Well, let me tell you what I think about you. This is not the time. If you had feedback for them, negative feedback, feedback that could help them grow, feedback that would help them, why now? 
Why didn't you give it to them before? Separate the two things. By the way, you may have feedback for them and they're not ready to take your feedback. You may be ready to take theirs. They might be ready to give you theirs, but you, but they're not ready to get feedback from you. You do that, you're probably not going to get feedback from them again. And they're going to rate you very low on receptivity to feedback. And guess what? They're going to trust you less. Now, another thing is when they give you feedback, here are three things I don't want you to do. I don't want you to explain why you did that. I don't want you to justify. And I don't want you to react. Not right now. I mean, especially when you get negative feedback uh, that tells you that you did something wrong, your face, your body language is, is kind of going to give it away that, that you're not happy about it. But don't react. Don't tell them that uh, I disagree with you. Don't explain. This is what I, why I did that. Um, and remember one thing. Let's assume that they're giving you this feedback with an intention of helping you. But somehow, while giving you that feedback, they hurt your feelings. Which would typically be the case because they just somebody just told you that you did something wrong. I mean, happy about it, you're not. So here's what I want you to remember. If I unintentionally said something that hurt your feelings, my friend, it is 100% your decision to take it personally, become emotional and irrational with absolutely nothing to gain by it. Okay? If they didn't intend to hurt your feelings, your decision to let your feelings hurt, your decision to take it personal, your decision to become emotionally irrational doesn't help you. It doesn't help you digest that feedback. It doesn't help you show them that you're receptive to feedback. Heck, you know what? Even if I intentionally gave you feedback with the intention of hurting your feelings, it is still 100% your decision to take it personally, become emotional, become irrational with absolutely nothing to gain. Again. So, you know, I, I read to you a couple of episodes ago, I read to you the feedback that I got on the my cover design, my original creative cover design for the Book of Trust before it was called the Book of Trust. And that was pretty poignant. poignant. You know, it was... We can argue whether the intention was completely pure. I do think both people wanted to give me feedback that would improve my cover and not just to belittle me. I think this was a smaller reason for it and was still there. So it was not pure to, to help me. But taking it personally, emotion, becoming emotional and irrational, I would probably have stayed with the original design. You know what? The original design is ugly. And the current design is much better. And it was because I decided, I made the decision that I'm not taking this personally, that I'm not becoming emotional, that I'm not going to be irrational, that I'm going to benefit the most, get the most out of it. So when somebody gives you feedback, focus on listening. Keep an open mind. Do not react. Do not explain. Do not justify. Definitely 
Do not attack them back. Do not give them feedback now on them. You're really taking away from the feedback that you're getting right now. This takes me back to the uh, discussion that I had on giving feedback on perception versus reality. It, it might actually be even more applicable now. And remember what Tom Capizzi, the VP of HR, when I worked in, uh, in another company with him and we did the hot seat session. One thing that he always said before the hot seat session is keep in mind that 10% of what people are telling you is true and 100% is true in perception. That's how they see you. So I want you to keep in mind, and, and this kind of goes back to what I just said uh, a minute ago, and that is do not react, do not correct them, do not fix their impression of you, do not justify it. This is how they see you. You, you can't argue with that. It may not be based on reality, but this is how they see you. So the takeaway from it may actually be one of two things. One is that now you realize that this is their perception and you want to change that perception. You want to change, you want to make sure that people do understand why you're doing things. You want them to understand how you're doing them and, and you know, everything that you know, you know why you're doing it. But if they told you that this is what they think of you, this is what they feel, this is their perception. You can't argue with that. The second, second thing that you can do about it is keep in mind, okay, I'll stop here. I'll, I'll give you a little analogy here. If you go upstairs to my uh, video studio that I have at home, it's a mess. I mean, this is like a mess of cables and, and cloth and lights and cameras and microphones and monitors. It's a, it's a mess. Then when you look at the videos that I produce there, they're clean. There's like, you, you don't see anything. You know why? Here's a term from, uh, here, here's a phrase from uh, videography and photography. What happens one inch outside of the frame never happened. I remember once again, I was on a board of an organization and the CEO of that organization, not the same one I told you about a couple of uh, episodes ago, uh, he reached out to me and he was... He was annoyed that other board members have not seen all the progress that he has done in a certain area that he was just telling me about. And I asked him, what did he do to communicate to them? And well, he didn't really do anything. So that's what I told him. What happens one inch outside of the frame never happened. So the second takeaway from you, if you see that there's, that's their perception, and you know that they're wrong, this is not reality. But that means that they don't know the reality. That means that you have not communicated what reality is. Because what you communicated is only what's in the frame. And what's in the frame is the only thing that they see. When you look at my videos, you only see what I allowed to be in the frame and not what's outside of it. And if you wanted them to see what's outside of it, you need to zoom out a little so they will see more. Open the hood. Open the kimono, whatever uh, phrase we're going to use. Um, just make sure that you communicate to them to fix that perception. So 
whatever they're going to tell you is their perception. Maybe 10% is true, maybe more than 10%, maybe less than 10% is true in reality. But this is their perception. You can decide to fix their perception, to change their perception by changing your behavior, not by fixing them. You're not fixing them. Or you can just communicate better. Whatever you do, it is their perception and you have to accept that this is their perception. They own it, not you. How do you get the most out of the feedback? How do you benefit from it? First, it's by by making sure that you understand, that you understood what they're really telling you. You know, maybe it's a matter of communications. Maybe it's a matter of terminology, language, whatever. Make sure that you really understand. If needed, ask clarifying questions. Again, don't correct them. Don't fix them. Don't react. Don't respond. Don't justify. Don't explain. But ask clarifying questions. Let me just understand. When you say this, what what did you mean? What what was it that I was doing that, that made you say this? If you don't understand. I mean, if you understand, don't ask clarifying questions. If you don't understand, ask them. You know, a good thing is to read it back to them. Here's what I understand. If I understand correctly, what you're telling me is A, B, C, D. You know what would be best at the end? Ask, am I correct? Did I get it right? Is this what you're telling me? Now, again, we're going back to body language and tone of voice. Um... You can ask that question in a way that would make them say, you know what, never mind, forget it. What you're telling me is that I did X, Y, Z. Is that what you're telling me? Well, I can almost guarantee the answer to that is going to be, no, never mind, don't worry, it's my mistake, never mind. And guess what? You're never getting more feedback because you're not receptive and you just lost trust in you. Another thing is assume positive intention. And, and it's not necessarily that there was a positive intention. This might start with an ulterior motive and maybe a hidden agenda. And maybe they did try to do something. But assume positive intention. Because if you let your brain assume that this is that they came from a negative place, from an ulterior motive or from a, a hidden agenda or, or any other reason why they're giving you that feedback other than helping you become a better version of yourself... If you assume anything other than than pure intentions, your brain is going to be locked. You're not going to be listening. You're not going to be accepting that feedback. So assume positive intention, even if you're not sure that that's the case. Even if you're sure that it's not the case. Acknowledge the intention. Acknowledge that, that I appreciate the fact that you're giving me this feedback. Don't overdo it. Okay, when, when you go, oh, this is so great. I can't tell you how great it is that you're telling me this. Which, by the way, what they told me is that I left crumbs on the, uh, on the counter in the kitchen. I can't tell you. I can't begin to tell you how important this is. Man, you're losing credibility now. You know, don't overdo it. You know, keep it in proportion. Keep it real. Make sure that your body language says the same thing. I mean, that's the other thing. You can acknowledge their intention and your body language is going to show that really is that you you know and I know that this is total BS. What you're telling me is total BS. Your body language may say that 
even if your mouth says thank you for that feedback. Now also ask yourself or watch their body language. When they give you the feedback, if you want to benefit from it, read what's between the lines. Read what their body language says. If their body language and their tone of voice or if their body language and and the words or, or anything is inconsistent, not only that you shouldn't trust them, but uh, that means you're not really getting the, the real feedback. And if you sense that, I would kind of try to poke a little. And again, you, you have the tool of asking clarifying questions, right? So try to ask clarifying questions. Try, try to get to the, the real what the real feedback is. I mean, you're going to feel that they're giving you feedback, but there's something bigger behind it. That's what your bo- their body language tells you. So try and dig deeper if you feel that there's more. Um, what if you do know for a fact that they're coming with a negative intention? I wouldn't let it go. I would actually say it. Obviously, you need to feel comfortable enough to say it. I wouldn't say that you need to trust them enough to say it because obviously you can't trust them if they're uh, if they have an ulterior motive or a hidden agenda in giving you or whatever reason bad reason they have to give you that feedback. But if you feel pretty strongly that this is the case, tell them. Just say, you know what? I feel that what you're telling me right now is not really to help me. You may be doing several things by that, uh, but most of them are positive. You you may actually help them realize, first of all, that you do have a BS detector, that you do realize that they're not coming from a good intentions place. And maybe you will help them actually refine it. Uh, but it is important that that they realize that that you realize that this is not coming from a good place. Maybe they're just going to stop. Maybe they're not going to do it anymore. Once you got feedback, take time to think about it. You need to understand where they're coming from. You need to digest what they told you. You need to try and see it from their perspective. You need to understand why they're seeing what they're seeing. You also need to understand why you're doing it. You know, okay, so I get it. You told me this. I can see it. I can see why you would see that. I... I need to understand why I'm doing it. So take your time. Understand why. Now, don't make commitments. You already saw that the advice that I gave, the the directions that I gave the other side, the person who's giving you feedback, or you when you're the one giving feedback, is not to ask for a commitment. Only ask for an acknowledgement. We already talked about that. Acknowledge the fact that you received the feedback. Don't make commitments. Don't start admitting, yeah, you know, you're right, I'm doing this, uh, unless you really, it's really easy for you to see. They should not be looking for a commitment. And if they're saying, so are you committing to change it? What you need to respond with is, I'm committing to think about that and then decide what's the right thing to do. I don't think that it would be prudent of me or responsible of me to decide 
right now, right on the spot, how I'm going to change everything that I'm doing. Again, unless it's a really, really simple thing, and sometimes it is. Sometimes it is a simple thing that you can go, oh, I get it. Uh, that was not my intention. I can do something else. Uh, and by the way, you can consult with them. And that would be another uh, good response. I wouldn't do that in the first meeting. Uh, the first meeting I would, or the, or the time when you're getting that feedback, I would probably focus more on understanding and then after that, let, let yourself time to digest it. If their perception is wrong, you can tell them that it's wrong and explain why or change something about your behavior that would correct their perception. You know, there is something that I do and their perception is X, Y, Z. Well, is there something else that I can do that would change their perception? Because their perception is not really based on reality. It's just based on an interpretation of what I do. So the best thing for you to do is, well, if it's something easy that you can correct, that you can explain, uh, in general, you already know, because I told you that before, do not correct, do not explain, do not make commitments in when you get the feedback, think about that, then acknowledge it again once you decided what you're going to do. So, you know, maybe it's going to take you a day. Maybe it's going to take you a, a week, not a year. Well, maybe it's going to take you a week. And a week later, send them a note or meet them again and say, first of all, I wanted to again acknowledge and thank you for the feedback that you gave me. And I decided to do X, Y, Z as a response. This is how I'm going to change it. You can run it by them. You can actually use them as someone who will give you feedback on your reaction to their first feedback. So what do you think? What if I did this? Would that be better? What if I did this? Would that be better? So kind of closing the loop, it would also show them that you are willing to change, that you are trying different approaches, maybe that's going to be enough for them. Maybe what you're proposing to do is going to be exactly what they would wish that you do, that would not have the negative impact on them as what you did until now. Maybe they can tell you, well, if you did this, then something else will happen and so on. You can use them as a resource, especially because they were willing to give you the first feedback and giving the first feedback was the hardest part for them giving you feedback or being your sounding board on how you correct it is easier for them. I know I sound like a broken record, but uh, I still can't believe that this is the fifth episode out of what started as the outline for just one. Uh, this time I'm going to summarize the uh, taking feedback part. And again, I'm calling it taking and not receiving or getting because it's a more active, more proactive, less passive action, like just being on the receiving end of something. You're actually doing things with the feedback. And I just wanted to remind you that taking feedback will help you become a better version of yourself. If you're taking feedback, if you're showing receptivity to feedback, you will also be more trustworthy and therefore more trusted. What would you like to know about trust and trustworthiness? Let me know and I'll answer it in a future episode. I would love to hear from you. Email me at yoram at If you like this episode, 
subscribe to the show so you will automatically get notified when I release a new episode. Rate it, write a review for this podcast, because those ratings help not only you, but also others looking for podcasts just like this. If you're looking for more resources to learn about how to build trust, be trusted, or know who to trust, look up my workshops at yoramsolomon.com workshops, online courses at trustedatwork.com, find my books on Amazon, or go to my website, yoramsolomon.com. And remember one thing, the answer to these two questions will have the biggest impact on your personal and professional success or failure. Can I trust you? And can you trust me? Thank you for listening or watching The Trust Show.